Welcome to the Devotional Toddcast, hosted by Pastor Todd Walker and Crossroads Church in Littleton, New Hampshire. For tonight's Toddcast, we're going to talk about something that the Lord calls us, and I'll tell you the title here in a minute, but before we get there, does it seem to you that our culture is a little too offended? Generally speaking, I know. Tim is offended by the question. That's how offended we are. In fact, I think we wake up sometimes as a culture looking to be offended. I do. I think we go from one offense to the next. Do you think it's exhausting to be offended so often as a culture? Do you think they're exhausted? Because I am exhausted by being offended all the time. I really am. In fact, the other day, give you an example of a time that I was offended. Someone the other day called me by the wrong pronoun. That's right. They called me sir. I took their coffee and I threw it against the wall. And I told them, I am a pastor of a non-denominational church, not a sir. And from now on, you should not assume that because I don't wear a three-piece suit, or don't have a white collar around my neck, or I'm not always giving to the poor, that I'm not a pastor. And your ruined coffee is now a reminder of how disrespectful you were to me. And then I called their place of work and I got them canceled. I got them fired. And I felt better for about three minutes before someone else offended me. I'm teasing. That's a joke. I didn't actually do that. That would be, that would be cruel for a pastor. So don't believe that. That was a joke. But I, here's some terms that I believe our culture would be offended by if we called them these things. And I'll tell you why as I give you the term. If you called someone a student, they might say this. Are you saying I don't know enough? If you called someone a scholar, they might say, are you calling me prideful? If you called someone a layman, they might say, are you assuming that I have nothing to offer? If you called someone a professional, they might say, are you telling me my identity is my job? If you called someone a novice, they might say, are you calling me dumb? If you called someone an expert, they might say, are you limiting me to just one skill? If you called someone blue collar, they'd say, are you calling me poor? If you called someone white collar, they might say, are you calling me a snob? If you called someone a church member, they might say, are you telling me I don't know God's word as well as you do? If you called someone a pastor, they might say, are you calling me boring? <laughs> if you called someone a flatlander, they might say, are you assuming I don't know how to hike? And if you called someone a north countryman, they might say, are you assuming I've never seen a moose? <laughs> I don't know why people are so offended in our culture. But you know who I love? I love children. You know why I love children? Because they're not so easily offended. It's nice to have people in our lives that are not looking for a fight, at least in that way. Pastors especially need this type of person in their lives. It seems like we most, most of us, most pastors, that is, live their lives waiting for someone else to pick a fight with us for something we did say or something we didn't say. But not children. When I refer to my children as children or as kids or as youth, they don't gossip with their siblings about how mean their dad is. They don't go ranting on Facebook about how offended they are to be considered small, young, and still developing. They don't go on the news media and try to cancel me as their father. 
Maybe they should. In fact, kids have embraced the lifestyle of being kids. Right, kids? And they're fully ready and willing to ask their parents for a thousand things every day because they know they're not all that and they need help. And they're glad that someone is there to help them. And children, for that, we applaud you. And I mean that. Are we aware of what the Lord Jesus calls us as his people? He does call us his children. Does he call us princes and princesses? Does he call us honorary and dignified? Does he call us lions and lionesses? No, he calls us sheep. Is anybody offended by that? Let me read a couple passages of scripture that the Lord Jesus refers to as a sheep. In Matthew 9, 35 to 36, the Lord says this, And Jesus went throughout all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every disease and every affliction. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them, because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. In John 10, it says this, Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in by another way, that man is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the gatekeeper opens. The sheep hear his voice and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes before them and the sheep follow him for they know his voice. A stranger they will not follow, but they will flee from him for they do not know the voice of strangers. This figure of speech Jesus used with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So Jesus said again to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved, and he will go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He who is a hired hand and not a shepherd, who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. He flees because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. Just as the Father knows me and I know the Father and I lay my life down for the sheep. And I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them in also that they will listen to my voice so there will be one flock of sheep and one shepherd. What are we in the Lord's eyes? We're sheep. That's right. That might be offensive to hear, but it's the truth. We're simple, vulnerable creatures in his sight, and we need somebody to lead us. Now, even though we like to consider ourselves very capable human beings, you ever heard the phrase, pulled myself up by my own bootstraps, right? We like to consider ourselves mighty and capable creatures. The honest truth is that we're very weak in comparison to heavenly beings or the enemies of darkness and especially to God himself, correct? We need somebody to be our advocate in many regards. We need someone to come alongside of us and show us how to live and even protect us from those who want to harm us. If we can understand that and agree with the Lord about being sheep without being offended, then we can get to actually a very good place because we can be placed in the position to receive God's divine strength, God's help, God's guidance, and God's protection. And if we can't agree with it, then we're going to have to fend for ourselves against all the wolves of this world. We're going to have to find our own way to heaven. 
We're going to have to guess that our knowledge is perfectly righteous all the time, and we're going to have to be self-sufficient in all things. And by doing that, we will be harmed. Fatally. It's a guarantee. We will not guess right all the time. We will not notice and defeat all the wolves. We will not get navigate our way to heaven. And we most definitely will find ourselves needing help one day, but not able to find any. And the Lord does not want this for any of us. So Jesus tells us that we are sheep. And this isn't to offend us or to, de or to demean us. It's to help us. He wants to lead us like the good shepherd that he is. But in order to lead us, he has to remind us that we're in need of his help. He has to shoot straight with us and let us know that we are not self-sufficient. We were created to need help from our God. Therefore, we need to agree with Jesus today. And I believe, in all honesty, we should be thankful that we are sheep. Because that means it's okay that we're weak sometimes. It's okay that sometimes we're aimless. Because when we're weak and when we're aimless, guess who we seek out? Our good shepherd. And he can help us in ways that this world can never help us. And he can help us in ways that we can never help ourselves. And then we can begin acting like sheep. And that's the title of our podcast tonight. Acting like sheep. Here's four ways on how to act like a sheep. Number one, stay very near the good shepherd. It's that simple. If you're a sheep, stay near the one who can take care of you, who can give you protection and guidance and safety and strength and nourishment. Stay near the one who can help you. Number two, we can find our sole purpose in our good shepherd and all that he offers to us instead of running to and fro around this world, trying to look for purpose and being constantly disappointed that we can't. Number three, we can feel safe that someone is stronger than us and is watching over us. And he's doing all the heavy lifting. Aren't you thankful for that? And number four, and most importantly, we don't have to die for our own sins. The good shepherd already took care of that one. Now, when, we're, we, when we are sheep, and we hopefully agree with that tonight, we are in the best position imaginable to let the good shepherd be good to us. And that makes our one job very, very simple. Obey the good shepherd because his words are our abundant eternal life. And in this confused and dark world that we live in, let us remember, Christian and child of God, that even though God loves you, we are sheep. And let us stay very near our good shepherd because he desires to take care of us and to nourish us and to watch over us. And everything good comes from that good shepherd. Everything good is offered to us when we obey and follow our Good Shepherd. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Devotional Toddcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. Learn more about us at CrossroadsOfLittleton.com. Crossroads Church, seeking to shine the light and love of Jesus in the heart of New England.